0: Hey, guess where I'm coming? Phoenix, January 26th to the 28th, House of Comedy. Phoenix shows are already almost sold out. My new hour is wild. I've been getting crazy on stage, so I think you want to see it. February 1st to 2nd, Cleveland, Ohio, Hilarity's Comedy Club, early show sold out, we just got the late, that's a Wednesday, Thursday, midweek Chrissy, why not, come have a midweek fun, what else is there to do in Cleveland, February 16th to the 17th, Stanford, Connecticut, there's a brand new club there called New York Comedy Club in Stanford, Connecticut, and my manager, the Italian woman owns it, so I got roped into doing it, so it's going to be fun, I'm probably going to do every show drunk or high, so you're going to want to buy tickets to that and get your phones out. February twenty second, Vancouver, British Columbia, first time ever in Vancouver. Woovy. I'm opening up the JFL just for laughs comedy festival at the Vogue Theater. Low ticket count there, um, and then I believe um, we are adding. We have added uh, February twenty, um, February twenty fourth in Napa, February twenty fifth in San Jose, and February twenty sixth in Sacramento. California. Um, I believe those are the dates, but correct me if I'm wrong, but I am coming in that week, that last weekend in February to uh, the second to last weekend. In, or no, I guess it is the last weekend in February. Yeah, the last weekend in February to San Jose, Napa and Sacramento, christycomedy.com for Tiki Wikis, and then Florida at the end of March and Austin in April and Buffalo in May. I love you. I love cock. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Chrissy Chaos. I don't want to hear any more comments about the drywall. It's an artistic choice, and just suck up my ass, because I, I have, I'm going through issues, as you know. So I know that the drywall's stupid, so just shut up about it. It's Every comment is about the drywall. Um, so my guest um, today is, uh, you know him as uh, Louis Alfred C.K., but I know him as Louis C.K., Oh, you said that my last name, right? There it is, baby. Yeah, I know. Uh, Polish, Hungarian. Ooh, h- good country, Hungary. Yeah, you've been there. No, <laughs> but I, uh, I like, I like the uh, Hung. I like Eastern Europe. A lot of people shit on Eastern Europe. I like Eastern Europe. So just Eastern Europe in general, not specific, right? well, For you Hungary specifically. Well, Hungary. I don't have an issue with Hungary. I think that they, you know, like Austria, Hungary. They always get yeah. looped in with like. The Nazis and stuff, but I feel like Hungary is just like innocent bystander. And no, not you, really. You think they're bad?
1: Well, I mean, they weren't innocent bystanders. Oh, like they, they shipped all their Jews to yeah to the camps. So and they didn't get occupied. They're like the only country that didn't get occupied. Hungary was. Yeah, they didn't get, because they're like, you know, they because the the Nazis would show up and give us your Jews or we'll take over. And the Hungarians were like, no, we'll give we'll, yeah we'll, take them. Just, it, I was in Auschwitz. I mean, I wasn't there, you know. Did you do recently. a show? I did it in Krakow in Poland. <laughs> nice. But at Auschwitz, uh, They a million people died there. Jews yeah. were killed there. I mean, some by accident, but, you know, mostly yeah, they killed them. Yeah. Um, 600,000 were from Budapest, from Hungary. Wow. Yeah, so mostly Hungarians. Because the Hungarian government was like,
0: Dude. <laughs> totally take them. <laughs> take them all. Yeah. We hate them more. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, see, oh, there you go. So already off to the start, just one stupid yeah. fact, didn't know. But um, I, uh, yeah, I, so you like World War II. You're a World War II history guy? I mean, I like to, th- to read about it. Yeah, I didn't like it, isn't it? <laughs> well, we I weren't a part of, of it. <clears throat> What's that? Well, I just feel like in World War II, I just yeah. feel I understand Germany was bad. Can't sure. denounce that. But why doesn't Japan get more shit? They were they assholes. Still, definitely too. assholes. Too, they were. Yeah. They were. They were bad. But just I don't think they care about this Asian on Asian hate. That's the problem.
1: Yeah, because they were after the Chinese. They were yeah, killing a lot is. of Chinese people.
0: They were raping babies and bayoneting them and everything.
1: I mean, I don't know those specific things, but they did yeah. a lot of bad stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's uh, if listen. If we say it here on this podcast, it's a fact in this world. They were, <laughs> they were raping and bayoneting babies. I don't and, doubt
1: that one yeah. Japanese soldier raped and bayoneted a baby, and it might have been seventeen.
0: To rape a baby is (laughs) psychotic. That, I don't, even Hitler wouldn't do that. Yeah, I think Hitler was a, he, uh,
1: um, I don't know. If he was left alone in a room with a baby.
0: Right. Would he rape him?
1: It's hard to say. You know, like if you, uh, if they think if you leave a bunch of like a thousand monkeys alone with a thousand typewriters, they'll write a great novel. That's an old thing. Is that a real thing? It's not real, but it's a thing people say. So if you left, thousand Hitlers alone with a thousand babies, <laughs> one would
0: rape one. At least one. Yeah. <laughs> Let's ask the fans. Um, dude, what shot. I like about you is you're one of these guys. Obviously, everybody knows your comedy. You know, but 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 it's one of those things where. You know, you, you can, like, put together, take apart, and put together motorcycle engines. You can put together and take apart. Can. Yeah, you yeah, can put on. together sure. and take apart computers. Yeah. You are, like, one of these, like, guys that, like, you just put together, <clears throat> take things apart, put them together, and you have, like, this brain. And I think, like, we, like, want to know, like, uh, do you think you're autistic?
1: Do you think I'm autistic? Do you think you're autistic? <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't figure <laughs> I am, but uh, somebody once told me I was because I had a toy train on my desk interesting and they said that means you're autistic if you're into trains i do love trains i love train stations that like, go well, if i'm in europe right. you're all trains yeah yeah get no. them all on the train on the right. ca- cattle cars well it's my favorite you, kind the reason why is they get jews you, out of your get town. right out of here uh no i used to be an auto mechanic and uh not again yeah, kind of and i used to take apart computers and Fix them, kinda.
0: Well, it's it's just one. This I lie what
1: a lot too. The third thing I do is I lie a lot. So that sort of makes that has to dilute the first two for you,
0: right? So, but listen, I lie. I feel like that's all. That's all we do here. We lie. All yeah, I mean, zone. I did
1: work in a, a garage as a mechanic. Yeah.
0: By the way, this is Rosie. Uh, my dog, Louie's dog. Um, who's uh, he's not gonna rape? Um, <laughs> no, she likes it. She lets me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Right, baby. So.
0: So, um, um, oh yeah, George Santos, what a fucking idiot this guy is! <laughs> Talk about liars. You
1: know, he looks kind of like uh that character Pat from SNL. Do you remember? What? Yes. He looks oh. a little like you're not sure what he's doing, and I don't mean <laughs> and androgynous, but like weirdly, I don't know what's up with Pat now with all of this stuff going on. Oh like, yeah, what is Pat
0: that, now? Well, yeah, I, probably Pat a, of
1: they is is uh, Pat of they them.
0: I would think Pat's at a protest somewhere. Pat Pat is. Pat is, uh, was this character, if you don't know, on SNL who was like, yeah, you didn't know if it's a man or it's a woman, and that was the bit. Yeah, you
1: try to ask probing questions to see if maybe, you know. Yeah,
0: it's a great, yeah. it was a great bit. Yeah. But you can't, you couldn't. Uh, so I think
1: George Santos is the same, and he is as mercurial about his past as Pat is. As Pat.
0: But he's still in power. He still, he still uh, got his. You know, seat. like they used
1: to ask Pat, like, Do "You play any sports?" And Pat would be like, "Soccer." And then you'd be like, "Oh, I still don't know." <laughs> so that's what he's like. So, like, were you a lawyer? He's like, "Law." I know the law, or something like he says something. He's something weird, s- stupid like that. But I don't know anything much about him. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think know. lying is wrong, so I'm not against him.
0: Well, I just think uh, honestly, <laughs> I don't think uh, you know. We both have kids. I have two daughters. You have two daughters, right? Yeah, yeah. But all yours, of yours. Mine are seven and one but it's quite a spread there It's seven ten split there well you know what happened was i was your wife by
1: mistake yes and (laughs) so what happened somebody else
0: i had a baby with 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 jasmine uh my my girlfriend she's she's been on the show once um and um and uh we had a baby uh first date second date had sex she got pregnant i barely even knew her it was like this crazy thing my parents were like what the fuck do you know her better now yeah, a little bit <laughs> yeah just a little bit and and she and so we we had this baby our, our older daughter and then when our older daughter was like three we broke up we were like this is stupid this is ridiculous yeah. like clearly we shouldn't be together we just are only together for the baby and then we broke up for like three years she had a full other boyfriend like we was like all he did
1: you to have the, the kid around with you and stuff you know like huh? after, you, after you broke up what was your relationship with the kid with my
0: daughter yeah always there my kids are like my whole life so I like when I moved out I I only moved like within walking distance like Mm -hmm. I grew up with my parents being divorced but my dad like never missing anything in my life so that's how I was uh, and with my kids but then the pandemic you know happened we all got into lockdown and then our she died yeah almost (laughs) I wish (laughs) and then and then and then I'd have a sitcom and then my my daughter my daughter uh, got sick with COVID like in the beginning, right? like wow. the beginning of it all, like people didn't know what the hell was going on. And then um, so our doctor was like, listen, I know you two are co-parents, but you have to like, you have to live together because you can't be going yeah, you out. You can't be infecting each we other. We don't know. He's yeah. like, we don't know like safety of your you daughter. You cohort. Exactly. So we had to cohort. So our daughter started to feel better. And then like a week into it, we, uh, a week after, you know, I was living there, daughter started to feel better. We got drunk, celebrated, had sex. Now yeah, it's my new daughter. Yeah, now, and that's when the new one came. That's because, when the new one came and now we're together. Now we're just making it work together. Now cuz now you
1: tell everybody all your personal shit Yeah. all and the I've, sex you have and
0: Yeah, but I've gotten in trouble. The the reason why is I can just be cuz I've said everything that yeah. we me and Jazz have almost had all the fights we can possibly have. It, everything that i've said publicly that i absolutely shouldn't have i've already said it i've already laughed about it homeless pimps already made clips zooming in and out of my face laughing about <clears> it <throat> and we've already been thrown out of the house i've it's all gone so now it's kind of like a nice part of our relationship where there's nothing she can be mad at me about anymore she knows everything i could tell you love her i do yeah it's nice i do and i and i would tell you three years ago i would try to tell you i didn't we're just in it for the kids yeah. and all that but now i'm like no, even if we didn't have kids, I'd still want to be with her. She, yeah, that's nice. She's, she's good. She, and she's, she used to, we got through like a really tough, like where she was, I mean, I would go on Opie and Anthony and be like, she just got like, you know, mm. like just say stupid shit. And yeah, I, my mom would hear it and, you know, and I would fucking like crying and just her yelling at me, calling me the biggest piece of shit ever. But we just kept coming back to each other. And now I'm like, she just knows, you know, I, now I know, you know, what is too personal to say. Uh, yeah. and I kind of can thread in, I mean sometimes I fuck up, but it's just a it's an easy fight now. Yeah. It's just a five minute fight and sh- that's it.
1: No, I used to go and open Anthony and talk about my wife.
0: And you would get in trouble, right? Well divorced is what happened. That's what happened well, I'm not married. So yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, so that's what yeah. happened. But no, but, I,
1: I it was I regret it. I regret all of it. Yeah. I would take it back.
0: I I I, I I was on once with uh, Jim, you know, Norton, who's obviously always there, and I forgot what I said, something. And it got, like, laughs in the studio. And he yeah. and he was like, oh, you want to – which he never does this. You know, Jimmy's always, like, leaving the show and going to the next thing. He was like, oh, you want to get, like, a coffee or something at the Preda manger across the street? I was yeah. like, sure. And then he just was like, hey, like uh, – He's like, you know, you forget sometimes that like a lot of people are listening to the show. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he goes, I know that like we're having fun in there. And no, he that was, was the, five was, guys. Was, yeah. Was, he was b- like at that time, like there was like, there's millions of people hearing this. He was That's like, right. it's going to get back to her and it's not going to be good. No, it was yeah. bad.
1: I mean, I, I, uh, I, I was when I, I used to talk about my wife on stage and my right. kids. And I thought that was, I, I had more of a balanced sense of how to do that. Yeah. But I opening Anthony, I just opened my stupid fucking mouth. And I regret it because she's not a bad person. I like her even now. You know, we've been divorced a long time. She's a good person. Yeah, but I was just, I was just all fucked up and looking for jokes.
0: Yeah, see, (laughs) you (laughs) take
1: a comedian who's like. A little pissed off and looking for laughs. Yeah, say a lot of fucked up things. That's what I did, and I had like, yeah.
0: and I was like, oh, this is the way I need to fit in. They're having me on the show. And yeah, right. I gotta say the most outrageous things, and yeah. it was stupid. And now, like with this world, like with like TikTok, like my daughter and my seven year old daughter's friends have phones and they have TikTok, so they'll yeah. see a TikTok of me. Like I, we had a TikTok that Saying was rough some shit about. I yours. was making fun of the Mexicans, and it was yeah. bad. And they were like, hey, your dad's <laughs> well, like the a Mexicans. Piece of shit there's another thing i mean i do
1: think that's one reason (laughs) yeah that's one reason why comedians like hack on other people like on celebrities yeah is because they want to talk about their spouse right they don't want to get in trouble at home right so they go fucking hunter biden what the fuck you know because (laughs) you're really trying to say my fucking wife is a
0: cunt i feed her but you say yeah you know yeah what do you think of uh artificial intelligence what do you think of ai do you think it's bad or do you think it's good? Well, it's only as bad as
1: people are, you know. And people right. people can be pretty bad. Um, the thing is, you can't catch up with it, right? You know, you can outwit a person, even no matter how evil they are. You know, like like I don't know. However, you feel about each either person, Trump or fucking Biden or whatever. If you think they're ruining the country, they right. they have limits. They're still a little bit stupid, and they always and they always behave the same, right? Right. So if you hate Trump. He's going to keep – if you're smart, you can work around it because he, he always does basically the same thing. Right. But AI shifts every time it does something. It watches what you do, and then it changes, and then it then now it knows that, now it knows that, and it has perfect recall. Right. And so that's a harder – if it's against you, if you have AI as an enemy, it's harder to Yeah,
0: because Yeah, because my dad, he's like 80 now, and he's like, you know, I was born – he was born like at, right at the end of World War II. He's like, you know, I lived through the Cuban Missile Crisis, all that stuff. He's like, I'm telling you.
1: He he's lived a, through it. I'm glad he lived through it. He li- just made it. He's not <laughs> one of those that died in the Cuban Missile no, Crisis.
0: No, he he lived through it in the yeah. Bay of Pigs. And and he and and he said to me recently, he was like, you know, I really. He's like, you know, I'm 80. I'm gonna die soon. I'm not even really that scared of dying. He's like, because I, you know, I'm his only kid. He's like, I've seen you, you know, doing well. I, I got my beautiful grandkids. He's like, I'm genuinely like not afraid of of dying. He's like, but I mm-hmm. I am like actually scared. He's like, I think you're living in. Like the worst time I've ever, he's like, in my all of 80 years, these are the worst. These feel like you're on the precipice of wow. something really bad. He was like with AI, he was like in nuclear war. He was like in the civil war. He was like, I, even at the worst times, he was like of, you know, uh, when we would have to do drills to hide under our desks. He was, uh, you know, cause we thought we were going to get nuked. He was like, I still like, was like, it's not going to happen. He's like, and now I just feel like, man, any day something's going to happen. I was like, holy
1: shit. Well, I'm 55, and uh, how old are you? 38. Yeah, you're way down there. Yeah. Where were you doing when you were 38?
0: uh, Were you already, like, uh, doing well? No,
1: no, not yet. All right, good. 38. (laughs) (laughs) I had a... I was about to get a sitcom on HBO that went one season and it was destroyed, hated, Hated destroyed. And then I had a few years of, yeah. I was just sort of wallowing at 38. You were wallowing, okay. But you had kids I was married, though. I had a, I think my daughter was just being born then. Okay. How many years ago was 38 from 55? 17. Yeah? 55.
0: It's quick. I'm AI.
1: 17 years ago? Yeah. So that's, my second daughter was being born then.
0: Well, because you already had an older kid. How yeah, older? I already
1: had one, so I was starting to pick up a little steam. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I. And I like had maybe... a kid. Everything was different. Yeah.
0: Because yeah, they always say, like, with comedians, like in your late 30s, early 40s, like where you really got to like hit it, or, you, or it's just not going to happen. You know what I mean? That's what I hear a lot. It's like early 40s. They say comedians are early, athletes are early 20s, comedians are early 40s. You really got if you don't if you're not big by early 40s, that's it. You're done. I think early
1: 40s is the best time to hit it because your right. fully formed voice got him. Um... Okay, I think mid to late thirties is a terrible time to get any attention. I'm just saying that because it's, it's, it's yeah, it's right, but sure. uh, but to talk about what your dad said, yeah, you do. I I'm not afraid of dying because of the some of the same reasons. Although my kids are younger, well, yeah. they're they're seventeen and twenty one, right? Uh, but part of the fear you have is the fear is he yeah. has, which is the world is changing. I'm leaving behind a world that's about to shift, right? But the fact that he has that feeling and I have that feeling, I think that's really about him and me more. Right, not about me, yeah. It's not about the world the way it really is. I yeah. think it's common to feel that way as you're starting to see the finish line. Yeah. Is you kind of wish the world stayed something like the way you left it somehow. Makes right. you feel like, you know, but the right. idea that it's all going to be totally different.
0: Okay, I, that, that's hopeful then because I feel like, you know, my whole life is about my kids, right? So I try to be like, how am I getting the best parent to them? And I don't want them to to be afraid cuz my daughter my the older one's already asking like questions cuz they teach in school they like teach like my daughter in yeah. school yeah. she came home and they teach her already like about like white privilege and like white and Does wh- she go to private school or where does she go to private school, school. Yeah. and like white people and she was like you're white like she was I, I don't want to say she's angry at me cuz I'm white but she was like yeah. you're white and uh like kind of like what do you have to say for yourself and I was like look at our house
1: what's your wife what kind of Puerto Rican oh yeah okay so she's so, Puerto Rican yeah. so, so she's she, right
0: like, yeah she identifies more with the Puerto Rican side. You should
1: tell her you're you're right. I I am uh this is white privilege. You don't want none of this. Get out. <laughs> yeah, get out. Get out. Get out. Take your fucking brown mom and get yeah. the fuck out of my well, white house. Well, je- for your own good, so you don't have to be horrible like me. <laughs>
0: yeah, get the fuck <laughs> more out. More
1: room for me in the white privilege world.
0: Yeah, but it is it is one of these things where it's like you know I don't know like do you remember when you were a parent like when your kids were like little started asking you questions like yeah is, is that it's terrifying right. As a dad, yeah, Did but you, here's
1: the thing: is you can't keep your kids from harm. Right. You can only help them cope with it, but they're not gonna. Their whole life is gonna be harm that makes them strong.
0: Right. 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 Yeah. So like, that's
1: gonna happen to this generation. They're gonna have to figure it out. These are all young people figuring. You know, they have like these new ways of, uh, yeah. new ways of thinking. Yeah. But it's up. It's there. It's up to them. They're the next ones. So they're gonna have to figure it out. There's huge flaws in the way some of the the, the, the think. That's their problem. It's not my problem. Right. I mean, I already did my shit, so. Yeah, so whatever. So they're going to figure it out when they get there. And they're going to figure out know, what? They told us that TV was, uh, my, my generation, it was like, TV is evil. Right. TV is going to rot your brain. And TV and is like right. the most benign thing in the world, oh, though, now. Oh, Television, yeah, 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 Now it is, yeah. You know, who it's, cares? Yeah. And we figured it out. We put it in its right place.
0: Right. Yeah, like my daughter now, her nanny, uh, or like, you know, caregiver is transgender. It's a transgender Uh Jasmine's Puerto Rican, uh, on uncle Jerry. Yeah. Jerry, this is, it's actually her Jasmine's godfather. Um, is the kids is our kids primary caregiver now, like nanny takes him to school and everything. And, uh, and you know, on Staten Island, you know, that this gets like a lot of looks, but I feel like my daughter's in a better position to have a transgender, nanny she just is growing up with all this and she was in prison for 20 years jerry so she teaches her like how to be tough how to survive like she told me jerry if i went to prison i'd be probably dead or at least raped within the week she was like at least you'd be raped within seven days her advice actually was to just get raped she her advice was like get raped be a be a prison bitch and yeah, so you're if you're talking about strictly survival should i immediately get raped offer your services? get raped, and then go through prison and you be somebody's bitch and you'll have to deal with the consequences. That's good, so your daughter has that knowledge now. Exactly. That's good. That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what it is. It's better
1: to walk around with that than without it. Yeah, she... Um, Look, I think, uh, yeah, she's getting exposed to all kinds of uh, things. and That's good.
0: Yeah, Jer- Yeah, and, uh, and actually, T.T. Jerry's a, a fan of yours. When I said yesterday that uh, you were coming on, she said that um, she watched you a lot in prison. She wants me to go to prison. No, she wa- She said her and her uh, oh, Selma would watch me. your guys stuff. Oh in prison. no, shit, huh? She That's said nice. that they would let. They had um, you know, when, when she got in prison, they let them have Netflix like her last year there, and yeah. she remembers watching For good
1: behavior. They give you Netflix like
0: yeah. Well, it's like in it's the nice. in the comedy. You know what she said? She said they loved comedy. They would watch you. They would watch Bill Burr. She said Mike Epps was huge. Yeah, Mike Epps huge in prison. Everybody loved Mike Epps, and they love Trump. They mm. love Donald. Trump. The prisoners. Sure. The inmates were loved. They loved him and they Greatest show on earth. Yeah, they, they still love him, And they were like, you know, Jerry was like, if I could legally vote, which I can't because I'm a felon. She's like, I would have voted for Trump immediately. I was mm-hmm. like, interesting. You don't think that because you would think that maybe they wouldn't be. Maybe they would be blaming the government. Yeah, but, but no. Trump
1: is P.T. boredom, you know. Yeah. People love to watch Trump. Yeah. He's an entertainer. He still is. The whole time he was an entertainer. I knew a guy who talked to him on the phone during the whole January sixth, Michigan, like the time leading up to that, right? Where he was saying it's not, I didn't lose, right? And there was all this tension. This person I know talked to him on the phone. They they used to talk on the phone a lot, and uh, he said to him, "Mr. President, how long are you going to keep this up?" Yeah, and Trump said, "I don't know, maybe a month."
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's just like, yeah, it's working pretty good. Good keep. Yeah. Another month or so. Yeah. Like everybody was like, what's gonna happen? But he's like, yeah, it's fun.
0: Well, the thing is, it's about likability too. Everybody yeah. that knows Trump, black, white, Asian, gay, straight, they all who pers- they all love him. You never hear any yeah, of his a, personal yeah. friends. No, I know the politicians, but you never hear like his friends the guys. He, they no, that's all, true, yeah. They yeah. love him. Yeah, sure. They, like my dad's new friends that mm-hmm. had friends that knew him before he was right. obviously the president. Was like, yeah, any business dealing with Trump, And yeah. he goes, he shakes your hand, he's giving you hugs. What do you need? He's right. like that guy. So you're like, right. oh, I fucking love this guy, but then he'll steal from you and you know, yeah, right be afterwards. A yeah, but, sure. But initially, personable, the lo- very personable.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: I almost think that's the most important thing. It, I just want it gets you to really likeable. far. It gets you yeah. really
1: far, mm-hmm. and it gets you through a lot of hard things. And it gets it gets you a pass. Yeah, but it does catch up with you.
0: Sure, but what does it?
1: Um, slow animals.
0: <laughs> I mean, well, it depends. Well, do the math. Slow animals could catch up to it. Depends how much you. Depends spend on time. what you're doing. Or if you have di- right. like I just came from New Orleans. I saw three people with wooden feet, diabetes. You ever seen a person with a wooden foot?
1: No, it makes it sound like they all had their, like all their feet were wood. <laughs> <laughs> the way you say it.
0: Well, I think that yeah, this be, they for their prosthetic of choice in New Orleans, and I saw this multiple times. Was they had wooden feet as no prosthetics? Shit, huh? Yeah. Yeah, would you mean
1: it's kinda like uh like the kind of dudes that have handlebar mustaches that goes along with that kind of I think so. Yeah?
0: I gotta be honest with you, New Orleans it's Bespoke feet. Bespoke feet. It's a good name for a band. Bespoke feet. New Orleans So they're doing that to be cool though, right? Well, no, 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 Not because no, they they're, they're like poorly. Am- no, they got their foot amputated from diabetes or something. No, I of-
1: understand that the beginning the impetus was their foot fell off. Right. <laughs> but but right but the choice of prosthetic is like all oh, right cool yeah. not like i can't afford is you know yeah. Yeah, were, silicone and
0: were that i could they wanted to go old school with it i went to new orleans for the first time last weekend and the people there were great nice shows yeah. but i don't care if i ever go back to that city if i'm being honest with you I just well, to what would you do? Just you? go
1: walk up and down Bourbon Street and see people puke because it's kind of cool. So if you really see the whole, whole you will see a lot of it. It's I great saw, town.
0: I was there for two nights. I saw it. I went. Then I went to Frenchman Street, which is the other like more. Uh, it's not like Bourbon yeah, Street.
1: Still, that's all crap. Still that's like cr- Times Square.
0: I didn't go out. So you think I need to go back and go into New Orleans? Like
1: you don't have to do anything, but if you go back to New Orleans, you'll you could enjoy more of it. Yeah,
0: you've been there m- multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. and you've seen it like
1: I went. I shot a movie that was uh, oh. shot there, so I lived there for like uh, three weeks or something.
0: So you yeah. got you never stepped foot in Bourbon Street. You would see the other stuff.
1: No, I mean, yeah, it's a lot a lot to see there.
0: Is there a city that you hate in America?
1: Uh, Indianapolis.
0: Me too. That's the only. It's city. horrible. Wow, that's the only city. That you guys are shit. You know how many times have I said Indianapolis? Stinks! It sucks that city. There's a club there. Is I think it's crackers. crackers. I don't know if it's still
2: there. Yeah. So the
1: club, I always had a good time there. A lot of drunks though, sure. but not so bad. And the lady who ran Crackers was really nice. I always I liked remember her. her. Yeah, but I hated being there. It's even has Indianapolis has a great hotel. They have a Conrad Hilton. Yeah, and it's a really good hotel. Yeah. But I'd fucking Hilton to the club and back.
0: Yeah, what is And, and even, I've been there many times. Even doing the theaters and the arena there, you still hated it. You fucking still, hate it. Doesn't I don't get do any it. Better. I don't
1: play there anymore.
0: You just refuse.
1: Yeah. Good cuz like, there's other cities right close by. Yeah, that yeah. are better.
0: Yeah, you can just go to Chicago or one of those. Columbus, cities. Ohio, fucking Akron, Ohio. Dude, Columbus. I'm I love a state capital. I love state capitals. Yeah,
1: me too. You, state capitals are all right. Yeah. Do you have
0: pictures in front of a lot? Like, do, do you, go, do you no. make it a thing like you want to go see them? <clears throat> nope. That's my thing. I'm
1: just sort of trying to play along, but I do like them No, I mean, I like history. <laughs> I like history.
0: <laughs> no, but you don't. I like, because my mother, when I was get, would get in trouble... When
1: she would ground me. She'd say, you can't look at any state capitals anymore.
0: No, what she would do is she would lock, this is true, she would lock me in my room from the outside. So she had a key that would lock me in. Yeah. And she would have to, she would pull a chair outside and she'd be like, you're going to recite, I had this map of the state capitals, you're going to recite the state capitals, and if I go through them, she would have me start reading the encyclopedia or a history book and i'm talking about for like two hours and like an hour and a half into it i would just like stop be like there's no way she'd still listening and then like a second would go by and she'd be like continue wow yes like she was just sitting there like doing her nails or her work and so that's my love of history and state capitals came from actual like punishment
1: your mother from staten island
0: no she's from queens but my dad when they divorced my dad moved out to staten island okay yeah so my dad lived on now he lives in tampa Florida. But okay. but but my mom um was very is an academic, like hard, Really? Yeah, like yeah. Ivy League graduate and my dad got through like fifth grade. So you are white privileged. You're half white privileged. Half yeah. Yeah. Your well,
1: daughter's a quarter white privilege.
0: Well, I am Yeah. Yeah. Well I am, but my dad gambled all the money so that my mom had. So so we kind uh, of we had white privilege credentials, but I had a similar. Oh, good.
1: Yeah, mom, really great mom yeah. and my dad was uh, kind of a fuck up. So it was sort of. But did you get along out. with your dad? Like no. your dad?
0: See, I love my dad. I got yeah, along with mm, my father.
1: Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> lucky you. Well, I lucky yeah. white you. Yeah, it's true. Well, yeah. your dad was Mexican, right? Yeah, yeah. He's still alive. He's still Is Mexican. He? Yeah,
0: bring him in. Um, I, I, uh, I'm alright with
1: him now. We went. I went to see him recently. We had a nice chat.
0: what did you guys do?
1: Just talked. He's just sitting there like this. Oh, he's, he's all not. fucked we up went now. Went out, played squash or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because you don't want to hold a grudge forever, right? With anybody? No, never,
1: never. No. I hate, hate grudges. Are terrible.
0: Yeah, I have. I have it's egotistical. It's narcissistic. It is. It's, 100%. it's like just stop. Yep. Like there's no point in doing this because you'll be all upset when one of them dies or a family member dies yeah. or something, and then you'll come together. It's. I hate it. I. I. I, I think you got to
1: put this shit down. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck I that. think
0: the thing that scares me the most is insecure men. Inse- really? Yes, because I think, I, especially being a father of daughters, insecure men, and it's a thing, it's a peeve I have. If I even sense a bit of insecurity <clears throat> in you, it really makes me upset. Like, I, I, I don't get violent, but I really am like... Um, how am I doing? Am I scaring no, you're you? you're very secure. You're very secure. Okay. You're, yeah, you're looking at how wide your legs are. Yeah, you're just sitting there. Yeah. You're, you're saying, come lick it. Yeah. And I will if it's going to get the views up. So, so, so I, I, but I, I think because my, like, you know, you see these, these, these the guy that killed these four Idaho uh, students. That's he all used, just, right.
1: He's insecure. He's
0: an insecure lunatic. That's all it was. And I worry about that with my daughters. That's why I have my oldest one in jujitsu. Because I'm thinking at least if she can protect herself, she could still get, you know, stabbed. But at least, like I did, what I could as a father to prepare them with their hands. Well, her
1: own insecurity will be harder on her than some guys' insecurity.
0: Interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's true. She already feels a bit insecure um, at times. She thinks because we have the little baby, and she thinks that we pay more attention to the baby than you, her. You love the baby more, right? Probably. Well, I, I. Well, I said. Well, it's funny. I said to my daughter. This was two weeks ago. I said, the reason why we pay more attention to your sister is because yeah. she pees in her diaper, and we have to change she the needs, diaper. It and is. You did.
1: It'll, well, that means because she wants to be with you more. She loves you, you know.
0: Yeah, well, so, well she told me. She was, like, she was like, you know, she was like, do you think, because she just has, like, these heart-to-heart combos with me, because, you know, and go on the road, FaceTime, and come back, and she's always like, um, like she said to me once, she was like, do you think Violet, well, that's the baby. She was like, do you think Violet loves you more than I love you? and i was like no no i think that we all love each other the same and she was like there's no way my little sister loves you as much as i love you so i should be getting the most attention because i love you the most i was like
1: all right you got to be careful what you say to that kid though now that you know now that you know her tactics yeah yeah because she's you know she's very you don't want to say to her we love violet more because she could you know she's more fragile and something could happen to her if we're not careful. Yeah. And then your older daughter will jump out the window and say, what about, what about me? Like, yeah. you gotta be careful. Yeah, you know I know.
0: Her. I know. I, I just, I just wish, yeah it's, Oh, there's, there's my younger daughter. My, somebody sent the art of the tweet, Donald Trump book. And my daughter hasn't put it down. Um, it was true. Oh, yeah. We just came in one day and that's what she was. And Jerry was like, look at what your daughter's reading. I was like, yeah, it's, it's funny. Um, Yeah. So, so I don't know, man, but I feel like being, being, you know, a parent, especially like that's, you know, we have two daughters. Like, I just feel like it's like doing comedy, doing this type of work with kids. It's just rough because inevitably, eventually Mm -hmm. my daughter will hear something that I said on Opie and Anthony or whatever. And I'm going to have to talk to her yeah, so, but
1: you're still doing it, though. You're still talking about her. I mean, it's within your power to mitigate this by stop talking about it.
0: <laughs> no, but I'm not saying anything, but I feel it's like... shown
1: pictures of her and everything, you know.
0: Oh, you think even that would piss the baby off? Eventually, yeah. But do I just... So do I just stop, or do I just deal with it, cross that bridge when I get there? What's your advice? I mean... Because I love my kids. I, I want to be like everything to them.
1: Right, so if that's the most important thing, then I would say talk about other stuff, yeah. It's so, safer,
0: don't talk about my family because I've only gotten by so far in this career by talking about my family.
1: Well, uh, I think maybe on stage is different because you really think about what you say on the stage. You know what I mean? Right. But in a podcast where you're just like, just, uh, it's just all it's coming. coming out, then it, maybe yeah. you talk about a lot of things well. You talk about life well. It's not just, you talk about your own parents. That's fair. Shit rolls down. I guess yeah, we
0: could talk about them a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would like,
1: say, I mean, if you're asking me, I would say it's safer.
0: Safer to talk about, to not to talk about my kids less. I get it. And yeah. Because I have a stepson, too, who I love, and I don't talk about him at all. Cause well, because they're
1: not, it's not about who they are right now. Right now, right. They're, they're just little. But when they grow up, they'll feel differently about right.
0: it. All right. Well, the nights are getting longer, but the breeze isn't the only thing that's getting stiff. Yeah. That's right. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Yummy. Guys, we all know that confidence can take you far in life. That's especially true in the bedroom, okay? Especially when it's time to step up to the plate. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Hit a home run with your dick. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. Because believe it or not, even though I know you guys might might not think that of me, I have a tough time swallowing. I have a tough time swallowing pills and chewable is just better for me. The best part, it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. I love my red, white, and blue stiff hard cock. Now, if you want a discount, all you got to do is go to bluechew.com, promo code CHAOS, to receive your first month free, Okay. All you do is go to BlueChew.com, use that promo code CAAS at checkout, and you're going to get the first month free. You just pay the $5 shipping. It's that easy. BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast. I am rock hard. Hola, Fresca. Hello, Fresh. I talk about it every episode because I love it so much. My family uses it. I use it. It's just made home cooking fun and easy. I feel like I genuinely know how to cook now because of HelloFresh. Thank you so much. The food is awesome. High-protein meals. They got chocolate chip brownies, baby back ribs. Um, they have, it's actually cheaper than going to the grocery store, folks. 25% cheaper than takeout HelloFresh is. And listen, it, it, it's just, we all want to save money, right? That's So for me, it's like right then and there, boom. You know, It's cheaper than the grocery store, and it's fun. i, I got to be honest, the best part of HelloFresh for me is I cook with my family. I'm with my girl, I'm with my kids, I'm with my stepson, I'm, I'm, I'm with my dad is helping cook. Like we're, we're we're like huddled around the kitchen, cooking, making this food, talking, as opposed to just ordering something, eating it, or having one person cook. We're all doing it together and it's fun. And HelloFresh, you're bringing my family together even after the divorce. So all you gotta do is go to hellofresh.com slash chaos21 and use the code chaos21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. That's hellofresh.com slash chaos21 Use the code chaos twenty one for twenty one free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh America's number one meal kit. There's I do
2: a, have a. I do have a question about raising kids in the public eye. When do you teach them that the media is just going to attack your father? Do you have that conversation with them?
1: I mean, I, I they they know more about the media than I do, you know. Yeah, and they're they're like, uh, uh, uh they they got their own relationship to that shit
0: yeah, the best so. thing i ever did in my life yeah. was get off social media as a, oh me
1: too yeah i'm not I, nowhere near it
0: i have someone who who runs it with me Venetia and, and another guy brian and just getting that all like you, you realize like none of these problems are real like we had a you know veer das Indian comic. He just put out a a great special. It's called uh, Landed. And we were talking yesterday, and he was going to get arrested for sedition. He thought he was going to get arrested for sedition in India because he had put out this clip uh, about making fun of India while he was in America. And they were like, the government's going to arrest him. And he believed all this stuff. Like, I'm going to get arrested. I will land in India. He had to go home to his family. I'm going to land in Mumbai, and I will be arrested. And then he landed in Mumbai, and the government didn't even care because it was all online. But, yeah. So he was like, once I just removed online, I realized like the real problems in the real world were like nothing. Like it. it it's no, not it's real. not. It's
1: a it's a very small part of the humanity. This thing, this Twitter, and they make a lot of noise because they would like to be. They would like to be more important. Right. So that's where you get these things where they try to get folks fired and stuff because they're trying to manifest right. into a physical object, but they're not. It's just a bunch of bitching. It's just bitchy, bitchy, bitchy. It's all well, it is. And if you get into it, you're just doing the same thing. And I mean, yep. I had Twitter. <laughs> I don't remember when it was, but I had like 8 million people on it. Okay. And one day I just looked at it and I'm like, I don't like this.
0: Yeah, it's too much.
1: <laughs> and it's a lot of th- not to like. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's 8 million people on mine and i don't like it and i don't like it yeah so i just shut it off it took like a month to get off of it because right. they don't they don't want to let you go
0: and 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 it's like dopamine and it's like all lo, you know uh looped into science yeah it's like, the worst thing of the worst thing that ever happened no i, I genuinely feel like i i i got off i've got off the internet uh social media in august yeah and it's whatever january i've lost 30 pounds Since then. Yeah, it's really bad for you. It changed my whole life.
1: Also, getting off of it, you would see the rest of the world. It's much bigger, and most people are not on it and don't care about it. Yeah. And they're common level and they have their own problem. Everybody's got problems, but they're not that problem. That's very specific. And I noticed
0: my comedy, my crap, I mean, you know, the, the fans that come out from the show. My comedy's been better. It's been more connected because I'm talking about... I'm not, like, outraged by something that doesn't affect no, me. No, it doesn't. Those
1: things are... If you read something online and it upsets you, you just made somebody some money. Yeah. You just got suckered. That's all it is. Because it's designed for you. Right. And it, it's the main... The one thing I would say about AI is that that's their way... That's what it's doing. Yeah. <laughs> is writing articles. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. all it's doing is just getting people... Triggered and upset and pissed off at each other, but it's not that many people. There are more every day, there's like 10,000 people. Yeah, uh, you could, you could, I bet there's some statistic that's trackable. Yeah, like 10,000 people an hour go, I'm done with that. Um, shit. Yeah, I'm not How? reading it anymore. I don't care about it anymore. And also, those people talk about like four things for years. It's just the same fucking issues. Right. We all know what they are, it's just the same ones over and over again. And there's so much, I mean, it's an incredible fucking spectrum of life. There's so much more to talk about.
0: Yeah, and, you know, it's one of those things where, like, my parents told you my mom's the academic, and I remember when Twitter came out, she was loved it. She was like, this is great. Share your thoughts. This is amazing. This is be great for your comedy, sweetie, all that. And my dad, having a third grade education, was like, my dad, because my parents were divorced, but as I got older, they would start to hang out a little bit more. And my dad was like, Lynn, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. He goes, and she was like, why? He was like, because not everybody's supposed to be talking. Only a few people talk. Also, they're not just talking;
1: they're writing, so it's permanent.
0: Yeah, he knew. Sometimes being street smart is better than being book smart. Yeah, I think actually most times. I think my dad, right now at 80 years old on dialysis, would be able to survive some type of you know like nuclear disaster better than my we all could.
1: Well, it's two different things. It's knowledge and wisdom. You don't get you know you get a little from both. Yeah, from the books and then the street, you get a little from both. Right, yeah, you need both.
0: yeah, I, I would like to think I was so hoping. You're a,
1: good, you're a product of both.
0: Well, I thought so, but but my you know I, I, mean, I mean, listen, I went to school to become a physical therapist, so that's like, okay, academic's fine, but I haven't used it, but I'm like yeah. a fully licensed therapist, doctorate degree, everything, but don't fucking do anything. And then my dad was like a career criminal before I was born, but by the time I was born, he had changed his life, so like I don't even know how to hotwire a car or do anything yeah. he used to do
1: or gamble. So yeah, but those aren't the things you want to learn from your dad. You want to learn Yeah, but what do I like... know? A
0: bunch of state capitals, and, you know, I don't know anything.
1: No, you're right. You're fucked.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I, man. I'm really know, sorry.
0: That's what I do with my daughter. We walk to the bus stop every day, and I yell a state, and she yells the capital at me. It's like, what, what yeah. is this going to do for
1: her? What's the capital of Idaho? Boise. Yeah.
2: I, do uh, have, I do have uh, a question. <laughs> uh, do you have any ghost experiences or believe in ghosts?
1: Um... I don't know what I believe, I believe in. I think maybe you could have like one ghost it doesn't mean that they're all over the place.
0: Have you ever had a haunting experience though? Yeah, one time, but
1: it was uh, it was um it was explainable. What was it? Well, I was a little kid and uh I stole some uh, candy bars from <clears throat> from CVS, like the big the big ones, big huge Hershey bar. Oh yeah, nice. Put it down the front of my pants and yeah. I was walking and it was getting night dark, so I was out a little a little late. I mean, yeah. I was like, I don't know, ten or something. And, yeah. I, and I was feeling really scared. Yeah, and I was going by Our Lady's Church. This church that was near my house. Yeah, and there was this white sort of um, Jesus in or, or Mary or somebody in a white oval thing on the yard of the place. that, okay. that kind of glowed, and uh, there was a lightning storm, and all of a sudden there was this horrible crack of thunder and a bolt <laughs> of lightning. And I saw that white thing. I saw Jesus or Mary or somebody flash with where the lightning hit. Probably because I looked at the thing, and it was dark. And then you look away, and it shows up somewhere else. But anyway, I saw it, and I screamed, and I fucking ran into the street. And a car came on wet pavement, and I had my hands on the hood. Like, it was that close to Wow. And I saw some guy terrified because he almost killed a a kid.
0: Oh, my (laughs) God. So, uh, and, and so like that must've, w- w- did you even sleep that night? I feel like that must've been I don't been remember like...
1: anything else. I just, but Jesus tried to kill me. That's what I'm trying to say. Cause I stole yeah. a fucking chocolate fucking. Yeah. just Cause I took a chocolate. Yeah. You know, fucking kill me with a car in the street.
0: Well, it's that fucking hate
1: Jesus since that moment. Yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking asshole. <Yeah. laughs> fucking that's the sentence. death sentence. Yeah. At 10 years old for a little chocolate. Stealing chocolate. <laughs> Fuck you, Jesus. Fuck you. <laughs>
0: A lot of people have been saying that lately. A lot of people are off Jesus. A lot of people are off. Like, I'm getting no, my No, I, I
1: don't mean that. I like Jesus.
0: I well, I like him too, but. I talk
1: about Jesus in my act. I do a whole, I read it from the Bible on stage. I do. Good. As you should. I mean, my, recently. Yeah. Not, not all, every. My mother's going to come to your show then. My mother's very religious. Good. I it was a big, big part about the Bible.
0: Well, she, well, like, my me and, we and her have been getting into debate a little bit because my, my, my youngest daughter, were getting her baptized on Saturday. Yeah. And, and, and. Ja- my f- we do really don't want to do it. I went to school, Catholic school, my whole life, Catholic grammar school, high school, college, and 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 it's crazy. I grew up in New York City, and the first time I even met a Jewish person, Jewish person, I was 22 years old. First time I met a, Ju- a oh. Jew, and growing up in New York because I was so insulated Catholic. I was like a Hasidic Catholic, like it was right. crazy, and and so um, you know. But with the church, like with all the stuff, you know, all the. Allegations and all that. I've had like this. Catholic tattoos all over my body, like i like I'm fucking you know fighting in the you know army of God and mm. and and I was like I don't know if I want to get my daughter baptized. Like I don't know if I you know the church is like too many black eyes. And she was like, no, too sh- many black guys in church. That I said black eyes, but also black eyes. And and yeah, black
1: guys with black eyes. You there can't, you go. You can't tell though. Can't tell.
0: Very difficult to to, to identify yeah. domestic abuse in the black community. Yeah. So. So, um, so, yeah. I mean, it's true. That's a good point. That's why MLK got away with it, uh. and, and 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 so and so. Uh, happy MLK Day, by the way, belated. And um, and and so so we're having this argument with you know my mom, and she's like, you need to get her baptized, and I'm like, mom, if 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 I told you, if I told you that you know at at our daughter's school there was one guy. Uh, there, there's, there's 5,000 priests, but there's one guy that was like a pedophile and he may or may not be in the school, but there was one guy who's a pedophile. She was like, oh, I would never send him to school. I would never send her to the camp. I was like, yeah, well, the Catholic church, there's been like thousands of, of people who I don't believe the media most of the time, but that <clears throat> stuff I believe because it actually hit yeah, close to Yeah, but they all-
1: mostly fuck boys, so you're okay.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I also, the whole idea of religion I, doesn't feel the same to me anymore. Like I wish yeah. you could get my religion tattoos removed. You could, I know, but it's painful to get it removed. All right. Well, these are your fucking issues.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But, no, I don't think... I mean, the Catholic Church is... uh, I have different feelings about it because I grew up... um, I was a little Mexican kid at one point in my life. And my grandmother, my abuelita, used to take me to church with her. And she would just kneel and she'd cry, just cry the whole... So you, she so you still Jesus. are with
0: church. You're good with church. She
1: loved Jesus so much. Well, I, you know, I loved her, and and I, I get it. I get the passion of it is very beautiful. It's like a beautiful religion, and but the church with the kid fuckery and all the power and and you don't the, want to deal with that le- part. And, you know, making a deal with Hitler and yeah, they've done a lot of fucked up things but, because they're a state. They're a fucking state. They're a, yeah they're with a big bank account.
0: Yeah, it's a, so what's that got to do with Jesus? Right. Yeah, it's about as far from Jesus. As the, as the hell he is can that? Get. Oh, is that pest control? Okay. Um, Oh, do you have to go? Well, no, like, I don't know, 25 minutes, something like that. Okay. I do
2: have another question. After touring the world for so long, what's the biggest thing you've learned about, like, humanity doing comedy?
1: Oh, fuck. I don't fucking know. I haven't learned that much from comedy about people. That's a very one-way narcissistic. I'm just blowing out my fucking mouth. Yeah. Uh, But I've been all over the world. Uh, People are the same everywhere, kind of. And, um, shit, I don't have a good answer to that question.
0: What's the same with history, too? Wait, that's what well, I'll tell you
1: this. When you go to, like, Eastern Europe, like you were talking about Eastern Europe, best audiences in the world. I have learned really? that, yes. Best audiences for comedy. I did a show in Romania, two shows there, in Bucharest. Huge place. La Dracula. Sold it out. Yeah. And uh, Poland and Bratislava, uh, fucking Budapest, Prague. Best audiences for stand-up. What do you think the reason is? There's, it's just a miserable fucking life there, right? <laughs> like people are fucked. Their right. lives are fucked, and they've been fucked for a long, long time. These right. were eat, like they used to be part of the Soviet Union. These places, I know, and they suffered. They went right from Nazis to fucking Soviets. I they've was... never had a good time. <laughs> and Now they're broken. Uh, now they're they've got corrupt capitalism. Yeah. yeah. So they've never had a good time. And they laugh hard as fuck and they're sharp. They're like fun to be around and they're like, and you know.
2: who's the worst crowd in the world?
1: Uh, Belgium. Interesting. Belgians are horrendous <laughs> comedy audiences. S- the Swiss are not great either, but these are rich people. These are people that had the opposite. They've been rich forever and ever and ever. Belgium's got rolled over a few times in the wars. They got rolled right. over, yeah. but they weren't. The, you know, that's what people like in Switzerland. They've never been in a war, but uh, they do this thing where they listen to you. And then hmm, they, there's a pause before they laugh. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they just, ugh. I mean, well, and I'll play there again. I had okay shows, but right. You would play. I like Bel- Belgium. I was in Antwerp. I had a good time there.
0: You play Belgium before Indianapolis. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. You know, I was just listening to something that they were saying that Russia and China, this guy predicted that Russia and China uh, will cease to exist in about 30 to 40 years because of their birth rate. They were saying that basically the China one kid China rule that they had implied you know, uh, years and years still ago. still so many Chinese No, but they don't. said that they lie about their numbers, that you think that there's more than there are. They said that the problem is with China is 90% of their population is like th- over the age of 40, or something um. like that. So like you can't you will cease to exist as a and same thing with Russia. They're not they can't sustain their birth rate and they're the most un, they're some of the unhealthiest people in the world. They have a life expectancy at like to like fifty nine. Yeah, but again, these are look at the look at who this who is, is your is that? source. These places where it's just
1: yeah, there's articles all over the place that say like that one. China is ceasing to exist as you read, the, like it's right, right, is right. declining as you. It's a new idea. Yeah, but this guy was on Joe. China Rogan. gonna be here for a long time, <laughs> a very 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 long time. China's gonna be here. Oh, China gonna be long time. China gonna love you long time, Joe.
0: What um, what about uh, Kanye West? You think he's coming back? To what? I just like Kanye West. I, I listen to his music still. I don't care. I like Kanye West. I never, I never really listened to him. No, that, not a, not a no, guy. I mean that thing where
1: he faster, longer, faster, longer, yeah. longer, I like that thing. and I, rapper, Otherwise, I could not whistle you a single.
2: Has a rapper ever tried to collaborate with you somehow? <laughs> that sounds like,
1: <laughs> like a, a, a rapper tried. To, yeah, he tried. Yeah. A rapper tried to cl- collaborate with me, but yeah. I, I maced him. Yes. No, uh, no, uh, no, no rappers ever asked to collaborate with That'd me. be interesting. I like music of all types. Well, I feel like you... And can... rap music, and I like Kanye. I got, I don't really know his music, but...
0: Uh, well, you're very, you're very, and you know, I, some of the fans know this, some don't, but you're very, you could be one of the comics to do that because you're very innovative. Like, you're like a Lucy, you're like my, you're like I Love Lucy. You're like Lucille Ball.
1: Lucille Ball and I have some things in common, Yeah, You'd, yeah. Which, what are they? Lucille Ball, Floyd Mayweather, Tyler Perry, and me. What are, what's the common thread? Uh, all Jews. <laughs> there you go. According to Kanye. <laughs> no. Um, <clears throat> no. Um, yeah, they, they, here's, I, I mean, I'm, I learned a lot from Floyd. Because Floyd got to be the best. Sure. And he said, now that I'm the best, things change. You know, just <laughs> a lot of guys, when they get to be the best, they keep letting everybody tell them what, what they go. What do I do now? And they 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 take the check. They just take whatever. Oh, wow, there's another check. Yeah. Uh, but I remember I was watching an interview with Floyd, and he was talking about that he, gets, he was getting like 100% of the tickets to one of his fights because he said, I get the ticket, I get the parking, I get the popcorn, I get the beer money, and he said, I need all of that. Wow! And I like the way he put that. I need, I need, need all, I of, need all of, that. of that. Yeah. But he's the guy who knew you can't do a fight without me. He also didn't give a shit about the belts at one point. He's like, it's a Floyd Mayweather fight. Who gives a fuck? Who the <laughs> champ is? It means nothing. Yeah. So he just took he. So he made them do what he wanted. I, I don't mean to be like mean to people, but the way I leveraged when I got to be like number one, to subjectively. So I was a lot of people's favorite comedian at one point. Sure. And I was well-known, so I thought I could use that leverage. Yes. And the way I thought it was interesting to use it was, is that my? Birth control? I don't know what that means. What do we got? I don't know what this is. It's an alarm. I don't remember and you didn't right. name the alarm, though? No.
0: You got to name the alarms. Do you normally yeah, do have.
1: that? I should have.
0: All right. Well,
1: uh, <clears throat> I hope it's not like my angina pill, you know? <laughs> yeah.
2: That would be whatever I was saying was not. No, it was because it
1: wasn't, man. It's not. It's, it's blown out. You know the way. Here's what I figured out, Chris. I fucking hate. I. That's what that was. Yeah, yeah. That was shut the fuck up. Thank God I set that alarm. I really wish I should have one of those. Yeah. Because I start talking about you know this a, it did it and you know, it's atrocious. Don't ever do that.
0: No, I don't have to. I, if you I, get really
1: big, don't ever talk about how it. Yeah, I re, I saw, right the way things were going, and I uh, and yeah.
0: Well, what do you think? Do you think I'm going to get really big? What's your prediction?
1: Well, you already play
0: like the Beacon and shit. You play yeah, big theaters. Yeah, yeah. In certain parts. What do you want more? Do you want? I guess that's a good point too. What more do I want? Yeah. Yeah, I I think I think that's uh, something I think about where I'm like I I said to myself once I said you know if I had the year I had last year. And that was the biggest it ever got. I would actually be so happy with this because we, our family, I get to see my kids a lot, a yeah. lot. You know, I'm not on the road all the time. I'm two weekends a month at most, usually. Um, I do my show uh, uh, from <clears> home, <throat> from New York City. And uh, and 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 what else do I need? I don't need every dollar and no sale. Like I would always get, I, like there were times last year when I was like, you know they'd be like oh you're 98 percent sold out and i'd be like oh i gotta be 100 percent." but it's like what's the difference it's Genuinely, not what's difference. the difference two percent yeah yeah and if the money doesn't make a difference the fans don't make a difference they usually it's like what's the difference and i and and i guess uh i guess yeah i guess i feel like i don't i don't care I, I'm, I'm happy where i'm at i think it's important to
1: have a life that you can enjoy with your whole self you mm-hmm. know if you have too much you need more than you are to enjoy it you know what i mean right like, you really shouldn't have more stuff than you can look at at one time. Okay. If you need to, like, get in a car and go somewhere else to look at this part, and you need to, and there's stuff, like, spread out so far. Yeah. You start as more than you can, you know what I mean? Yeah. So career-wise, like, if you love the shows you're doing, you love to look at the people that you're yeah. talking to, and you have enough shows that you're enjoying. Yeah. And you like doing this, and you have family. Anything that starts to take you to expand you, that yeah. you need more. Is taking you, or you don't know that you're just taking away, away from your family. You don't, you don't no. know that you're starting to, Yeah. that you've split the stock.
0: Yeah. yeah you no. know
1: when they take stock and like if you own three shares, all of a sudden you, yeah. then you own 300 or something, like they dilute yeah. it. That's, yeah. You're doing that with your life if you yeah. get to, if you do more than, because they show business wants you to do more. Sure. Because people want to get, they there's more people that can make money off of you. Right. So they'll offer you stuff. Right. And you'll and you go, yeah. I guess because so. naturally, because you're hungry when you start,
0: right? Yeah, I, I think for me it was uh, it was um this m- moment we, we we posted it a few months ago. I started crying on Berg Kreischer's podcast because we just started talking about our kids, and it just came, I couldn't, you know, it was one of those things. that yeah. just came over me where I was like, yeah, "You're a faggot." I, I, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what faggot, my dad crying faggot. Yeah,
0: that was it's my disgusting. dad's comment. It's
1: disgusting.
0: And a man and shouldn't so, cry. Yeah, shouldn't cry. And so, and and it's true. And and so but I was like, you know, I'm not I, I I'm like doing all these shows. I was making good money for what I would consider good money and my family would consider good money. But I was like, I was the cost of that was missing all my daughter's swim meets and soccer matches. I was yeah. like, I don't want to do this anymore. No. And stellar. then I realized the people in my life, all good intention, the agent, the manager, all good intention, good guys. But they it's just in their nature to be like, yes, add shows. Do the, do the do next, this. do the next one, do so the next one. So now it's yeah. like I had the best run I feel like I've had I did one show in New Orleans one show in Dallas one show in Houston also doubt could have added in all of them I added in none go of home. them and I got and I went home but I, I was done with my work at 9pm and I would go around and have a dinner and hang out with the guy who, who comes on the road with me and like I wasn't just like oh you know I get home at 2am but I made X amount more money I felt like more I had and I brought home souvenirs I had like more to talk about with my yeah, great. family so no, I, think I was about just
1: that. in uh fucking where was i i was in st louis and then chicago and then louisville and i'm going to mobile tomorrow
0: not the capital alabama montgomery is the capital oh not i don't mobile of fuck. Alabama. <laughs> what's the capital that? just that fucking
2: th- just alabama. Just want to let you know yeah.
1: oh alabama yeah. Oh, i love mobile i like working there i've never been there but uh but um anyway i only had two days off but i came home so i could See my kids, especially now because they're getting older. So yeah, it's borrowed time, you know.
0: Yeah, just go and see them.
1: Uh, and I'm close to the. I mean, I'm. I'm. A, I've got only a few more dates in this tour. Right. And then I'm doing the garden. January twenty eighth. January twenty eighth, and I'm live streaming it. It's on my website. Which,
0: well, that's it's amazing. Oh, by the way, I'm in Phoenix, January twenty eighth. Um,
1: <laughs> well, you can, but you can watch it on my website. That's live what I was going to say. If you're going to come
0: to the show, it's January twenty eighth in Phoenix. Where I'm not doing up We're watching Louis special. <laughs> yeah. And. And, and it'll be better. I promise you it'll be more worth the ticket because my new material kind of stinks. All right, this podcast episode sponsored by Magic Spoon. My favorite cereal, and I genuinely mean that. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free. Only 140 calories a serving. As you guys know, if you've been with me, I've you know lost 25 pounds. Magic Spoon is a huge part of all that because I can still have that cereal and eat it, but I don't have the guilt because it literally, I mean, listen, listen to the facts. Here, here, here's the facts. First of all, zero grams of sugar, zero, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five net grams of carbs. So there you go, right there. It's got protein, it's got no sugar. That's it, that's the best cocoa flavor, fruity pebble flavor, frosted, or fruity flavor, sorry, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry muffin, which is awesome. You know me, I love blueberry muffins, but I'm trying not to eat them. This gets my craving. I can eat them. My daughter says I can even eat it on non-Saturdays because as you know, I've said it a million times, my daughter said I can only eat sugar on Saturdays, but this has no sugar, so I'm eating it every day. Love Magic Spoon. And right now, and they have eight eight unique flavors that won't get you bored of feeling Magic Spoon, and I just named them, and they're all great. All you got to do right now is go to magicspoon.com slash chaos, that's magicspoon.com slash chaos, get a custom bundle of cereal, and you are going to get $5 off your order, okay, you could get actually, you don't even have to get the custom bundle, you can get whatever you want, as long as you put in that promo code chaos, going to get $5 off the order, and it's 100% happiness guarantee and if you don't like it for any reason they refund your money i love when companies do this remember get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com chaos and use the code chaos to save five dollars off thank you magic spoon i love you um. but um but it's getting better i do i do feel <laughs> a connection to as long one as of it's bit. getting better that's it's getting great. better yeah but um did you what because you put that out and then like chris rock is doing it for netflix did you have any idea like chris rock is and Netflix there. No, point. I
1: plan. I mean, I, I I I booked the 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 garden show. I don't remember when over the summer. Right. And uh, it's it's sold out really fast. Well, I got ten thousand tickets in one day. Right. And I'm playing it in the round. Right. And so so that's more tickets
0: then that way.
1: Yeah, it is because yeah. it's like usually about fourteen, fifteen thousand the garden if you play it on end. Right. But in the center you get we're sold out now, so it's eighteen thousand tickets. <sighs> amazing and uh that'll be the biggest crowd i ever played for wow and i haven't been at the garden for like six years or something i used to play there often um but so and i just want to do i don't want to be like i just want to do one more there i just want to so it got to it was very i was excited to do it in the round yeah when it sold that quickly uh also and when you do it in the round it costs a lot more money because you you have to be on the jumbotron at madison square garden nobody's so you need five cameras to be on the jumbotron because ah, okay. you're walking in a circle right so already we had to spend a lot of money just to be up there and we found out to live stream that is like nothing it costs like nothing really and and i thought since some people bought tickets so fast maybe the the live. that's when i thought i'd do a live stream but i i shot a special of this material that in la that's that'll be out in april right but this live stream is, like I like say, a live event. It's, so you, for 25 bucks you can watch it the, when it happens, but also you can keep it for like, yeah. you can stream it, it's not for right. downloading. For until January 17th, then it comes down, then it goes away. Right. Except for the people that steal it, that'll happen.
0: But well, I think that, but that's what I'm saying. More like innovative, like the you know, like what you did with Louis, You were like it's my way of the highway kind of thing. Just like Lucille Ball did, and 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 I feel like now you're doing this, and a lot of betcha comics are going to start to do this. Maybe they'll try it. Yeah, yeah. I don't
1: think anybody's done it on their own website before.
0: A no, that's well, that, special. That's the hardest part. The big thing is Moment House. Now people put specials out on Moment House, but a lot of people like you, like Segura, I think owns a company. Yeah. We're all trying to say, well, how do we? own that how do we do that you know yeah like just keep on it for so yourself I'm text you. well because of the yeah sure i'm gonna send you voice absolutely notes. yeah ask. yeah i mean the thing is when <laughs> when you do it
1: yourself it you get is you don't get new fans that's the thing it's it's uh i mean unless you reach out and do a lot of promotion which you can do right but mostly you just get the amount of people you already had so for climbing new comics they're better off going to platforms and trying to get right. you know trying to get right. attention trying to get draw right. people in or YouTube for free. That seems to work for a lot of these young guys. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, I think, um, I think uh, it does work. And, and I think that, you know, this event that you're doing, um, I think it's going to be good. And you better just remember to take that angina pill. It'd be crazy yeah. if you had a heart attack on stage live.
1: Yeah. That'd be <laughs> something. Well, we're going to have a delay. <laughs> we're going to have like a, I think a 22nd or 32nd delay. Mm hmm. Uh, in case I shit my pants or something. I had a bad dream about it last night. Really? Fucking horrible nightmare about that show.
0: What happened? What was the dream?
1: Well, first of all, I was on stage and everything was bigger. <laughs> it was like all of the, each balcony or whatever it was big stone. It was like being in an airport or something. Like okay. it was just too big. I couldn't see anybody. And then I couldn't, it was the nightmare of comedy. I couldn't remember my set. Right. And I couldn't remember a single joke that I do. And it's getting weird. People are starting to like murmur because I'm not saying anything. Right. And then so then I thought of my old one of my old jokes. And I thought, oh, they'll like this. I never do old jokes, you know. Right. So I started doing it and they started booing. And I ran backstage and there was a lot of comedians. there just hanging out. And I was like, I don't I'm supposed (laughs) to be on stage and I don't know my jokes." jokes. And I go to get my recorder that has my shows on it and the battery was out, and I asked uh, Gerard Carmichael, can you charge this for me? And he said, sure. And he just took it and he just left. Oh my God. And then <laughs> and then I was like moaning, like ah, I was making a horrible sound that made me sick. And everybody, I saw Joe, Joe Rogan like look away from me, like in shit, because I was so, because he was ashamed of me. Right. Because <laughs> I was going, ah, <laughs> and people are booing, and I don't know my jokes.
0: And then what happened when you woke up? I woke
1: up. It was just in a cold sweat.
0: Yeah. And just that's it. That's cool. Gerard Carmichael made your dream, though.
1: Yeah. It was (laughs) nice. Nice of him to stop by my dream.
0: Right from the Golden (laughs) Globes to your head. That's right. Do you feel like, I always thought about this. Do you feel, I know, forget the money and the tickets. I know, you know, as you said, as you said earlier before your alarm went off, you're of the best. Yeah. And I (laughs) (laughs) know. So, I can't believe I said that. No. God. No, no, honestly, like in comedy and in people fans, Whoa. it's usually, it's usually people always talk about you, Bill Burr, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle. Those are usually who are spoken about. You yeah. know, it depends if you're white or black. So yeah. usually like it's just what it is, right? And so it's just the truth. And um, and so so but you I wonder like, you know, like is is it like a lot like is it annoying sometimes, like, being, like, the goat, the best, like, where you're, like, it's so much pressure <laughs> where you're just, like, this, what a fucking burden. Like, now no. you have to deal with this, like, every time you come, you got all these comics being, like, oh, there he is. Like, mm-hmm. is it annoying?
1: No, I don't know. I'm not the best. I'm just well, one of the Well, subjectively, you are. I mean, no. I'm well, one of the guys that made it big, yeah.
0: No, I don't you, know. Yeah, I don't know. Louis, you're the best.
1: I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know that you're the fucking best. I mean, he's the best.
1: No, I'm, uh, I don't, I mean, I, it's, a, there's pressure in having, yeah, people think high of you. Yeah, there's pressure in that.
0: Well, I just heard once it's Michael Jordan me. say it was like such a burden for him. He was like, he was like, you know, it's like, I, oh,
1: he's a fag. He is. He Jordan, is. Jordan's a big
0: black fag of <laughs> <A> BBF. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just gotta be, you know. I just would think about. No, I
1: don't know. Um. Uh. Yeah. You you know, it gets in your head sometimes. Yeah.
0: Okay. People think this thing of you. Yeah.
1: And uh, you feel. I like feeling normal. I feel like I feel like a normal person, and I'm just worried about my act all the time and just trying hard. Right. So that doesn't. It doesn't mean it. It feels weird. Right. When somebody says something like that, you go, huh? And also, I'd rather people just talk to me like a person. So the with, what part that's weird is going somewhere, and if people are looking at you, yeah, you're like, okay, can just, yeah, just let's just talk. I like people. I like being part of everybody. Well, I so-, so it's isolate. It's a little isolated, isolated sometimes, but you get used to that, and uh, you learn. It's, it's on you to try to find a way to get people to see you. I was probably arrogant some of the years where I was really on top. Um, no, see... I you, don't know, I don't know, you know. Well,
0: look, I... I you got to watch
1: it, you got to watch yourself. I, it, to me, it's about myself, like, I got to watch myself. Well, I, Make sure you're not getting, you know, like, the, before the alarm went off. Well, no, I... got to be careful.
0: I I don't think that you're arrogant, I think, because, you know, I've seen you at the Comedy Cellar, I got into at the Comedy Cellar, like, maybe 2013, and so you and I just started talking, maybe, like, over, like, a year ago, whatever, but I would yeah. see you a lot, but, you know, I was... low. I I, I just, you know, we, we wouldn't talk, And I, and I remember once I saw you... Um, a fan came up to you. We were sitting at that comedy seller table and a fan just wanted a pick. And you said, I don't want to give you a pick. I'd rather just talk to you. Yeah. You, you want to just talk to the guy. Right. And he was like, he got like, you know, he walked away. He was like, what a dick. And I was like, <laughs> no, actually, like what, Louie, that is like really much better. Like you would save I, on to this. Well, money. I that also, to-
1: I skipped the second part now. Which is what? I just, I just don't want a picture with you. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. say I don't want to talk to you anymore. Oh, now you just go. I used to do that. Got it. I don't want a picture, but you want to say hi. Let's say hi. Yeah. What's your name? Yeah. Now I just go, no, nah. no, no. you can't do it. No, I don't want so to So you do won't it. do it now. You just. I won't take a picture with somebody because I just don't like, I hate it so much. Yeah, I get it. I hate the way it feels. And I also know that it's going to change the environment. Like if I'm at an airport gate and somebody comes up, can I have a pic? I know if we take a picture, then every person at that gate yeah. is looking and they look me up. And they go, oh yeah, it's him. And they don't even like me. Right. They just now they yeah. want a picture cuz it's just a little a badge on their thing, which I get. Right. But I don't feel like participating in it. And I don't mind letting them down. Right. Because they'll get over it.
0: 100%.
1: It's not a real I'm not doing something actually bad to them. Like they're feeling a weird like yeah. uh you won't?
0: No. Right. All right. See, that's interesting you say that because because I when I first, you know, started, I would always open up for Artie Lang. Artie Lang took me all on the road with him. And and he he would get stopped all the time, pictures, Howard Stern fans, whatever. And he would take like so many pictures with people. Yeah. And we were going somewhere once and I was like, You take pictures with everybody? He was like, Yeah, it was like, you know, five seconds of my time taking the picture gets me a fan for life. Where five seconds of me not taking the picture, I lose a fan for life. So that's how I And think now of he it. has
1: no nose. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. There you have it. You pay somewhere. Yeah. I I'd rather it. I'd rather piss them off and keep my nose. Yep. Well, I it's mean, true. you do you have to produce something to get through that shit. No, it's true. And I don't also I don't believe that like there's uh, people that say like your fans are your you know, that's you got to do anything they want. I'd rather like I spend time thinking about my fans. I sure. I work very hard on my shows because I want them when they come to the show to be surprised how good it is. I don't want I don't want to just satisfy them like last time you saw me was good, this time's good. It should be like, Oh my God. Every time it should be like fuck. If I'm not doing that and sometimes I don't think I am, yeah. I feel really bad. Yeah. Also when I had like a ton of leverage. I used all of it to keep their prices down. I used to have my ticket price used to be. I used to look at who at guys like Gaffigan or Kathy Griffin, and I wanted to charge. Kathy Griffin's a good guy. I ch- I wanted to charge. Yeah. I wanted to charge less than them. Yeah. That was my goal. Yeah. I want to be. I want you to be able to see your favorite comic for less than your second favorite comic. Got it. That was my goal in my head, and I worked really hard on like keeping the tickets at fifty bucks. And we got our we we couldn't do it because Ticketmaster's. Uh, charge fees yeah. were so big so we made our own ticketing company and we did this white labeling ticketing company and and uh and we worked we hired people to make sure you couldn't scalp the tickets so that like one year i toured the biggest year i did um 2014 i f- maybe i don't know, if I oh, know. i'm just taking a guess i thought yeah know. maybe 2015 uh, maybe 2014 yeah um we sold all the tickets directly on the website and kept, every ticket was $50 no matter where you sat, no matter, I mean, in some arenas. In MSG, I think you did that. Yes, yeah. 50 bucks in MSG. Like It's amazing. And, uh, and the ticket company uh, had to keep either the price down or we'd use somebody else. And then we had people that, we only had something like 100 tickets for the whole tour were on StubHub. Usually it's a quarter of the inventory is on StubHub. It was like literally 100 tickets that year because we had these people that were so good. It cost me a ton of money. But it was for me, it was worth it because I liked the idea that it was easy to see me. It didn't cost too much. It was fun. It was fun to do that. Like I got off on it. And I was making way less money than I would have if I just fucked them for the maximum. I didn't do that because I'm a good person. I enjoyed it. But also, I was making a shit fucking cunt load of money Uh, already without. In other words, a 10th of what I could have made was plenty of money. Right. It was more enjoyable to do it that way. So that's what I do for my fans. If you want a picture, go fuck your mother.
0: That's it. (laughs) I like it.
2: Yeah. I also wanted to know what was the most dangerous thing that happened on the road to you. Dangerous? Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever get any any like real danger situation?
1: Well, when I first started doing theaters, I used to come out to the lobby after and like chat with people and take pictures. I and I used to say, just stand in the lobby till it's empty. It was like I'm gonna go back to the hotel anyway. Yeah. And I wasn't. It wasn't. I wasn't that. I was just doing theaters. I wasn't that famous. It was fun. So I was in some lobby, and this dude, a college kid, big college kid, came up behind me like, with a lot of momentum, like, I felt him hit my back with his whole body, and he wrapped his arms around me, put his mouth on my ear, and screamed as loud as he could, just screamed as loud as he could, and then ran away laughing.
0: And, well, you were like, that's, like, lingering pain. I mean,
1: for a couple months. Yeah. And I was standing there like this, and everybody, all the people around me that were waiting just they just when p- bad things happen to people people aren't really nice yeah they just go like ew and i just felt embarrassed because <laughs> i think my eyes were watering sure and i was in shock and they just were going ew. and i uh, in that moment i thought i ain't doing this anymore
0: that's the last time you ever did that yeah <laughs> <laughs> Wow, so that's, that's the
1: most dangerous. That's thing. fucking crazy. I mean, what and he wasn't mean? even like a mad at me. He's just a fucking idiot. No, and his friend has some college friends, and yeah. he's like, ah, ha,
0: ha. yeah. It was probably Foley from Are You Garbage? Could have been it. probably <laughs> just yeah. a big fan. Maybe he yeah. would do something like that. Maybe I don't know. I'll never know who it was. I stopped. I stopped. Um, just this past weekend, my last shows, I had put meet and greets on. I had done meet and greets, like you know, paid. Meet and greets, and I hated myself. Every show I put, the, I hated my, I wanted to crawl on my skin. I, I hated yeah. it, and I did the last one last weekend in Houston, the last meet and greet, and I feel so good about it because I'm like, you know what? I'm not stealing from my fans Anymore, I just yeah. felt like even though they told me, didn't matter how happy they told me they were. No, you. I, I felt thinks. like if if because I heard somebody say once, uh, Maddie Heal, I love this band, the nineteen seventy five, as you would call them fags, and as I, <laughs> I know they are as as I call them at their show. Uh-huh. I yell it at their show, and 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 and, and we, we both think that, and and but I love them. I love them, and they hate my comedy. That's been a stab. They've got my comedy has got to them. They don't like me, but I still like them, and so. And so, but I heard the lead singer say something where he was like, you know, with meet and greets, he was like, I, I, I urge any artist, comic, musician, whatever, doing meet and greets, instead of going through Ticketmaster, paid meet and greets, instead of going through Ticketmaster or your agent, have the fan give you $25 cash and then take the picture and see how you feel. And I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. No, that is exactly doing. how I fucking feel. That's what you're doing. Yeah. And I, that's what, and now I'm not yeah. doing, and I feel the same as you, obviously at a much lower level where I'm like, you know, I'm charging my fans less. Yeah. I'm still making enough money that my, I can live my life the way I want. I don't need to. I got greedy in 2022 and I, I hated myself. And now it's like, you know, but it may even. Well, also,
1: you just want to make it easy for them. Like now I don't have that leverage. So like now I'm like other people. So I'm, I, I think my tickets are more in the and I and Ticketmaster charges whatever they, whatever yeah. they want. Yeah. The I can't do it anymore. Beard. I yeah. can't do it anymore. I still try to stay down yeah. under what I could charge. But it's not like it was then. That was the heyday. I'll never see that again. And you shouldn't. You should right. only have, we should have like a big spike in life and yeah. and then find a cruising altitude.
0: Yeah, you can't stay at the top forever.
1: No, you can't. It's, it's not, there's no oxygen up there. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like, uh, career is like Mount Everest. You know, they say, that they, if you watch a movie where they're going to climb Everest, mm-hmm. and the guy gives the talk at the beginning where he talks like this. Yeah. He says, once we get above this altitude, your body begins to die. Yeah. And that's literally what happens. You get above a certain altitude, it's called the dead zone or something, in Everest, your body is dying. Yeah. Um, and they need to get you up and down before yeah. you actually completely die. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what a career is like. You get past this place where you're like other people, yeah. and now you're not. You're not getting nutrition, and you're also right. not giving it, and it's yeah. weird. Yeah, get the fuck back. It's cool. Yeah, it'll happen to you. Go do fucking arenas and stuff, but do one one tour
0: and then come down. What, what, yeah, because
1: folks will come see you at an arena, but not twice. Right. They'll right. come see it when you come into town and you do you do whatever fucking nice theater. They'll yeah. see you there over yeah. and over again. You do the arena, they'll come one time because they love you, right? If you come back to that arena, they're like, ah, nah, nah, nah. but if you come back to the theater again, yeah, I love you again. They will come and that's see you. That's interesting
0: advice. Yeah, my whole people always ask. You know, I'm sure they ask you, but they was like, oh, what's your goal in comedy? My own it's always ever only been one goal for me, and that's to do MSG. I don't care if I do any other arena. It has always been. That's why that's why like in New York I push it, you know, the beacon and then we're going to the next yes, big one. So they own those, just they own it. Pushing all that. it, you know. Yeah. And where other places I'll you know, I was in Dallas, I did seven hundred seat or eight hundred seat. Yeah, no, I feel
1: the same. The MSG is it's my goal. New York is my adopted home. I'm from Boston. Right. But MSG is like special to me. Yeah. So and it's it's also intimate. Yeah, It's got this, the ceiling goes down like this so that yeah. it stays weirdly intimate for yeah. an arena and doing it in the round where everybody's also, everyone's closer to you. Every seat's better right. in the round. Cause nobody, when you're on one end, somebody's way there. Yeah. But if you're in the middle, everybody's closer. Yeah. But, uh, I did it eight times in my life. Right. And I, I, it was really fucking Every special. Time was great. And I don't think I'm returning to a life of doing it all the time. I right. just wanted to do it this one, one. more time. Yeah. And it, it's gonna be my last show for a while. I'm gonna I'm taking at least a year off after this that and, show. Yeah, just not no stand up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I uh, yeah, it's it's so very, that's
1: that's why I'm live streaming it on my website for twenty five.
0: And then what are you gonna do in the year where there's no stand up though, you think? Just like live and be a guy? Uh,
1: yeah, just walk around, you know, with a just be gay, a stick, be gay. Just be fucking gay. That's the thing. I want to try gay.
0: I always say, I want to go the first fifty years of my life straight, the last yeah, fifty gay. That's try right. Everything. I went fifty-five
1: straight because I was like,
0: yeah, push it, yeah,
1: a little bit longer.
0: So maybe I'll live a little longer. I don't
1: think I'm doing fifty-five more years. You but could. You guys live a long fifty-five life. straight, fifty-five straight, thirty gay.
0: That's nice. That's a nice uh, ratio. Yeah. One thing you said quick and then I know you got to go. One thing you said is you were like, "Oh, now you know like you're spending like more time like with your daughters cuz they're older." Where where I thought I had it in my head, "Let me hit the ro- I don't want to miss anything in their life now cuz they're little and I want right. to go I don't want to miss anything." So I was thinking when my daughter is, you know, eight. My daughters are 18, 19, 20. When they say your daughter's age, they won't want to hang out with me. That's when I'll do all this stuff. But you're saying your daughters do want to hang out with you. Well, it's just, it's age. not
1: that it's more time, it's just more precious.
0: Got it. So it's like, you're older.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, no, because they they, they want, they have more of their own lives. So if I can, you- if I can come home for a week to see them for one day, I'll do it. In Got no it. Words. Got it. Okay. That yeah. So, but what you think that when they go to college, you actually dream. Yeah. Like, making the marks on the wall with the like they'll be at it yeah yeah i'm gonna have my own life back it's not true it's not because you don't want if they they'll if you get any opportunity you want to see them more because because they're they're slipping
0: Way so that same feeling like i feel like right now like we're talking but like i just you know there's a part of my brain that's just i'm just thinking if my daughters are okay i'm just thinking about them all that, yeah just ne- that is just my life forever it's primary
1: it's, concern yeah never it's the best way. thing about having kids is that your own life becomes less important yeah best place. thing that can happen to a human yeah you're to be fourth place in my your own life, life yeah it's fucking gold it's yeah great
0: well i i think it's be, uh, you become like you get like the selflessness where it's like i I go out on the road and I care about the show and I really care about my career, but I care about it only to a point. Cause I'm like, well, my, like I, I had a, uh, it kind of hit me. I had a CBS sitcom, it failed. Right. But we f- filmed it. Chaz Pomateri played my dad, Annie Pox yeah. played my mom. It was like fun and cool. I was like, so this is going to be great. I'm in LA, yeah. you know, a month. My family was so excited. We had my oldest daughter was only three at the time And I thought I was going to, like, Les Moonves at the time was running CBS. He was like, had me on, met with Kevin James. They had me meet with Ray Romano. Like, it was like, you're, this is going to be it. And Ray was telling, Ray Romano was telling me all these things of what it's like to have this. And Kevin James was like, we'll hang out, all this, right? Yeah. And then the pilot, I remember I was in a gig in San Francisco. I was flying home and it was that that mid-May time, Mm May 15th or whatever, when they pick up the shows and an article comes out on Deadline that says CBS, Four pickups, and my show wasn't on there. Nope. So, so I, you know, was like, and so I called uh, my manager Rick Dorfman. You know, Rick Dorfman. Yeah. I called Rick Dorfman. I was on the plane. I called Rick dorfman and he, and he goes, "I go, I just saw it, like I'm um, crushed, whatever." He goes, "No, no, no." He goes, "They're gonna pick up one show for midseason, yes. one yep. winter pickup, and it's between yes. you and this other show about yep. the Bible." He goes, yep. it's between you and the show where Jesus comes back to life in modern day. And that's what it is. So you are not out of the water yet. Like, we just got out yeah. of call. You are, And so now I'm like this, right? Yeah. And the plane is fucking accelerating. Like, it is like that where the flight attendant could see me from her jumpsuit. She was like, turn off your phone. Turn. Like, she was screaming at me yeah. like airplane mode, but she couldn't get out of the seat. So I was like, I'm, it's on airplane mode, but it wasn't. I was just waiting for that text. And then, dude, I'm talking about we were going like this. Like, we were that. The text came in from Rick Dorf, and they went with the Bible show. Yeah. And, I, and my head hit the thing, and I remember, like, for, like, three hours, yeah. wh- we, were, oh, my, we might have been over Indianapolis when, like, <laughs> I, I snapped back in, and I was like, oh, my God, like, it's this whole, it's over. And I went back to my family, like, yeah. my Jasmine, and, and my daughter, I said my daughter was three. I was, like, on my knees, came home, and, you know, uh, I was so upset when I was fucking crying, and because, you know, and, and so, and so I, I am what I am. I am what my father says I am. No. And, and, and so... come so cum coming out of your eyes. Yes, then. yeah. Tears. Yes,
1: and cum towns back. That's why eyes. they cry so much. Yeah, because it's, it's just so full of cum. It's, it's cum semen, I know. Every eyes. time I cry,
0: it smells like chlorine. Yeah. So, so, so and, I, and I, you know, telling Jasmine, my mom was there, like, and they're like, it's all right, and then I Delilah, my youngest daughter... I was like sitting on the floor with her and she was like, why are you sad? And I was like, well, the show that member daddy was going to do, like yeah. where I was going to do this show and, and it's not going to get picked up and we're not going to do the show. And she was like, OK. She was like, can you still take me to the park? Because you said you were going to take me to the park. That's what she said. And I was like, yeah, of course. I was like, yeah, you dummy. Why would not I be able to take you to the park? It's a fucking yeah. sitcom. She was like, she was like, well, then let's go to the park. That's all. And then, and then I was like, oh shit. My daughter, in just one thing, was like, who cares life? about the show? Yeah, just push me in the swing and get me ice cream. That's what your job no, is. No, I had there.
1: the exact same CBS sitcom trajectory, exact same thing. And it didn't go. No, shot the pilot, had the same optimism, same, same thing. No, 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 mid season, you're the one, you're for January, you're the one. And, and it all didn't. that. Yeah, but it's a great experience. Yeah. It's great. It's great to have that close look yeah. and then be told, no, nothing, nothing. You yeah. get nothing. Right. That's good for you. It's good for you.
0: Well, it made me start podcasting, and now my yeah. whole career and life changed. Once I started doing this and the tickets that were never coming, I was you know, doing the Comedy Central hour and half hour, whatever. No tickets ever. No, never. Now it's sold out all the time it's because great. of this. But I wouldn't have started this if they gave me that. No, so that's this, exactly it. Yeah. You
1: end up right where you're supposed to be. Right, right. When so. you get told no, that wasn't your thing. right you know right the no no comes from them at first but then now you the most important thing is no it's got to come from you your nose now we're going to form your career yeah because they'll keep offering you stuff On, now. Yeah. now they'll keep offering it yeah yeah so you'll say yeah. no to a show like that at some point
0: right well maybe one day you and i'll do a show together never <laughs> not in a thousand years it's another no
2: yeah. I do have one more question. Oh, okay, because yeah, we gotta get um, him out of here. What would yeah. be your advice to any young filmmakers or comics who have to deal with the social media content cycle?
0: Talk directly to homeless pimps. So, social media content cycle. Yeah, like
2: you, you have to, you're forced to post to be relevant in the algorithm.
1: That's not true. You don't think so? No. You think you, don't you have to? Right. You it it looks like a road to success, but maybe it is for some people. You know, you understand what you're doing with this algorithm is you're trying to get the attention of an artificial brain. It's a really weird endeavor is to obsess about what will this... An algorithm is a, if I understand correctly, it's an equation. So you're trying to make that equation pick you up. Like it used to be... You either get obsessed with your own work, like you're just obsessed with your work. You love your jokes or you have a voice you need to get out. Uh, But then the other side of the spectrum was uh, wanting to be famous. I want attention. But that used to make people think about what do people like? What do people laugh at? What's what's appealing? And looking at humans and looking at audiences and going, how can I make them get me? Or things like, how can I get... Uh, the 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 gatekeepers to give me a shot. These were obsessions, mm-hmm. but now this abstract thing of like, how do I fit? How do I get this artificial brain to spread me to people that don't give a shit if I, you know, the way it used to work is if you if you do something worthwhile, somebody might see it and share it with a friend. Like we like clickbait is old fashioned now. Clickbait is kind of yeah. Clickbait yeah. used to be something that'll get people interested and make people share things right but they're not interested in humans sharing anymore it's about literally fitting some weird either because you are saying something either because you're saying something popular that's in those four subjects or right and not cursing all the things people are doing to stay out of the algorithm are weirdly self-sanitizing fucking sick things to be doing with your work yeah it's true it's the worst thing you could be doing right now is trying to follow the algorithm, trying to be as much like other people in the algorithm as you can be and trying to shave away any part of you that might not fit in the keyhole. That's a sick, fucked up thing to do because the target isn't even a human being. It's, right. not, even, it's not even audiences. It's just uh, it's a computer. It's, yeah. taking, it's, it's taking part in something that's really sick. If you go against it and you just don't give a shit and you just keep doing your thing, you live or die by it. Yeah. You spend your whole life trying to get, post. You're for listen to what you're saying, forced to post. That's a crazy thing. Yeah, And the amount of money that's being made by those companies, because you just believe that you are a slave to that, there's no other way. And, well, I saw another comedian get, you know, and the club told me, the club looks at your follower numbers uh, or else they won't book you. Well, you know, my advice to a comic recently who was saying that, like, I need to get the numbers up so that I can headline if you call a club and they go what's your instagram you guys don't ha- i don't have one they'll go excuse me <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't have twitter and I don't none of that what yeah i could uh, you know send you a, a tape or i got a youtube video something like that yeah all right i'll watch it if if you're if, if I, think I, I think i i think i made the point it's just i think it's a waste of time
0: yeah well i think i i actually that's great advice yeah. because like we are all like subconsciously, like, you know, the era that I'm coming up in, you think that you, we. Th- Feel I was like oh everyone's doing crowd work clips we got to post crowd work clips yeah. everybody's but we have I mean for the most part I think not really we've we've been shadow banned we're still shadow banned but we just don't care we yeah no I have I stuff, have I have somebody you know? who does
1: an Instagram for me I've got an official Instagram and somebody sends out clips from my series that's on my website Louis is on my website now exclusively right so I wanted to draw attention to it so we have clips from the website and my specials that just goes out just clips from the work. Uh, and they, the, at first I was told, yeah, so we're not going to put any cursing in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, no, let's stay like if the, if the uh, let's do the opposite. Let's stay out of the algorithm. I don't want anybody. Sh- I don't want this to go in the algorithm. I want these clips to go. I want people to share them. And there's like almost an exact number. Every clip is a ceiling to it. It's clear right, that I'm not there. I'm not going, Pfft. right. I'm being shared by the same amount of people every time. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, if you're up and coming, it makes life harder. But this is a hard fucking thing to do. It's yeah. hard to what? At what price do you want to fucking?
2: You don't think it'll impact comedy overall if everyone s- subscribes to these new rules?
1: To what new rules?
2: Being forced to post and yeah, time. I think it
1: hurts comedy. I know it does. Young comics are. I mean, there's a stagnation in comedy. It hasn't I, you always see new guys come up and you see people getting better? I see it. That there are a lot. of it's grinding to a slow crawl now folks aren't getting I've seen people that I saw getting funnier stop getting funnier Interesting. and I've seen some of the newer comedians they they just become more interested in this mm-hmm. and keeping this going because they get big enough that this gets huge and then they get yeah. oh lord there's comedians that are that got big and I'm I get I love comedy so I get excited We just quietly watch them and go yeah. that's a new voice but then they get so big that this blows up, and then they go like this, and they're not doing the jokes aren't. They're not getting better anymore. They're not obsessed with the jokes anymore. They're just getting bathed in the sunshine of this thing now. It's like the other side of it from young comics who just can't quite get there when this blows up.
0: Yeah,
2: how do we stop that though? What's going to happen? Well, you got
1: to stay. You got to. I just think that this is not. It's not good for comics. Should want should be starved for attention and should just be feeling alone. And also, if you all you should be thinking about is your work. All you should be thinking about is what you say to the audience. No matter how many, if it's twenty at an open mic or a hundred at the cellar or wherever you are, because that's the only thing that's going to make you look back at your life and be happy with it. That's what. Like I remember when I we did when I used to do pilots. When you did a pilot. You go to the network and you try to do what they want the whole time and right. they go, well, yeah. what about that? And you go okay and you keep doing what they want yeah and then they watch what they ended up making yeah and they, and don't they like go it. and they go they don't like it yeah and you hated the work. yeah So who the fuck got served? Yeah the last time I did it, the only pilot I did that went, the show Lucky Louie, it was like I got advice from this guy, Phil Rosenthal, who ran sure. it. Right. he said to me and my, my partner, just make the show you want because they're not going to pick it up. They're not going to pick it up anyway. Yeah. So at least you spent a month making something you loved. Nobody will ever see it. Yeah. But you'll look back at that month well.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it'll be a piece of tape that you'll be proud of. That's all you got. Right. That's all you have. If you get there through that, you're not going to be happy. That's not, what are you? What are you? Yeah. And uh, the king of the algorithm The fuck kind of life is that? Yeah,
0: yeah, it's true. It's
1: easy for me to say because I've been through it all. But I went through my own version of it. I've been doing this for thirty eight years, and I didn't get, I didn't get big till I'd been doing it for like twenty five. Well, so that's how long it took me. So So I'm not talking from. I'm not like a guy who exploded after five years and then I'm like, yeah, you guys don't need this stuff. (laughs) I mean, I did it the hard way, right? And that road, that twenty five year road, was to me, it's the only road to really being a great comic. It's also the same road to shit, to nothing.
0: Right. Because yeah. it takes
1: 25 years to find out right. that you never should have started. <laughs> it's the same road. It's a rough fucking life. Wow. It's amazing,
0: man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, that's actually great advice that you almost never hear. So, yeah. thank you. Yeah, thank you. Oh, you got to gotta go. go. Kids, yeah. get on the algorithm, guys. It's the only way. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> thank you. Ju- January 28th. MSG live stream at uh, Uh, LouisCK.com. Yep, and that's it. Thank you for coming on, brother. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, Rosie.